my side I lost all feeling, girl, I'm jaded very alpha female like I 100% need a very alpha male do you really think military guys are alpha because I think a lot like, of them are beta ass bitches but some I was gonna of say them, I feel like I feel like I gotta be honest I feel like 97% of them are fake want to be alpha yeah but they're, they're really beta not. for sure Because, like, I know most women do like to go for older men. But I yeah. will say there's a lot of young guys shooting their shots at older women nowadays. Dude, and, like, single moms. Like, I know. Moms, we're, like, a fucking thing now. You we're guys are a trending. hot commodity. <laughs> you guys are literally, first yeah. of all, you guys are 100% trending on TikTok. Yeah, somebody found out we got the good fucking snacks. know so much about men i feel like no offense again men but i feel like men cannot handle getting what they give mm. where if you know what i mean like women will give men so many fucking chances but men would not and women will treat a man like fucking royalty if he just tells the truth academy should listen to my mama when he said he was bad for me could have been savagery all your friends out of me all them whole snacks and nigga watching his calories used to be if he'd ever leave welcome back to big t energy with your host tiffany hart and i am joined again for part two with my girl angie nyland and ladies we dive in deep to whether we should or should not date military men if they are really truly alpha or possibly just beta why single moms are some of the best women to date and whether we should date someone younger than us or older than us you can find angie on instagram at angie a-n-g-i-e underscore rides and if you'd like to follow or help support her nonprofit, you can find it at www.veteranmustangmission.com where she links up veterans and wild mustangs so they can help grow and heal through the taming process. If you have some extra time on your hands, feel free to head on over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast as it really does help us out. And as always, we love hearing from you all. So slide into those DMs at Big T Energy Podcast on Instagram and send us in your advice, some funny stories, or even your BTE babe of the week. Now, let's get to part two. I was telling you, like, ugh, like, no more military guys on that date. Military guys anymore, because it's like, like, all really dated and married, but you're, like, yeah. the complete opposite. I and am. even now, I like, I will not. Like, I'm really? good. Really? I can t I can explain why, but I want you to explain why you like them so much. Okay. So, it's I think one of reason. those, like, weird things where I feel like because I was in the military for so long and that I just... I feel like I'm more manly than them when they haven't been in. And it's just awkward. This is exactly how I felt when I was like, younger. It's just like, ugh, weird. Like, I don't want to like, mm, you don't know things about, yeah. you know? I'm just like, oh, God. Like, what the fuck? But then now I'm kind of like, I don't know. I've always said before that I would never date somebody who wasn't like at least a veteran. 
And my ex-husband, he's always like, you need to just find a cowboy. You need to find a cowboy. And then now I'm kind of like, oh, I'm fucking moving to Texas. Like, maybe maybe I'll fuck around and find a cowboy. I don't know. As you should. But, I mean, hopefully hopefully he's a veteran. I guarantee he probably (laughs) will be. I mean, if he's in Texas, like, everyone there's a veteran, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just, I think a big part of it also is, like, with me being, like, a very alpha female, like, I 100% need a very alpha male. Do you really think military guys are alpha because i think a lot like, of them are beta ass bitches but some i was gonna of say them, i feel like i feel like i gotta be honest i feel like 97 percent of them are fake want to be alpha yeah but they're, they're really beta not. for sure but there are a lot of alpha men and i just feel, i don't know i just the uniform is sexy like oh, i just no for yeah i'm just fucked up like even like police officers and like firefighters like the uniform is just fucking sexy okay to me. well that but then uh, then again i haven't like worked around them for the last 15 years yeah so. but i don't know so now i'm like okay like give me like a big burly fucking manly sure. cowboy mm. <laughs> i might get so you like again. all that is man <laughs> yes i just need i just need an alpha man who can, like actually put me in my place i was just gonna say put you in your place yeah because yeah. it's like when you're like an alpha female you're it gets exhausting mm-hmm. so you want somebody who can like you have take a lot control of, of so you can like be submissive to them you have a lot of masculine energy so therefore you need a guy who's securing himself who brings a masculine energy who protects you and makes you feel safe to where you can tap into your feminine energy yes that's and what that's need. very hard to find and because it takes I a lot of security. Not really found that ever, and it's yeah. exhausting. So, okay. So when I was younger, I had a very similar mindset to you because my biggest thing was like I was in a very particular job in the Air Force. There was only so many people who could understand it. I loved feeling understood and seen and heard, and that's why I never dated. I like never dated civilian guys like ever. Actually, probably until this year, to be honest. Like, I don't think I, I ever have except like, in I had high a, school. I had a few boyfriends in high school and they both were singers. <laughs> There's a theme. There here. is a theme. Singers and military. There's a theme. You know why I think... Okay, I was actually talking to someone about this the other day. You know why I think... By the way, like the last few singers I've talked to, they've reached out to me, by the way. They've initiated it. And I, cause, and I didn't realize this until I was probably recently why I think I like... I find myself so attracted to them. Like... I love music. Like I, I, I'm telling you right now, if they were like you, you have to give up music. I would be like, kill me now, because like I need music for my face. life. Like yeah. I, for some reason, like music has been my lifeline throughout my yeah. whole life, and I've always wished I could play instruments. I always wish I can sing. I've always been wish I was musically inclined, but I'm really not. I've always just been really athletic, right? Yeah, and I'm sure if same. I put a lot of time and effort into it, I could be. But for some reason, I always found myself very attracted to guys who were like musical or musically inclined or like had a passion for it. Like singer, like they roll their singers, like a band, <laughs> like worship bands, right? <laughs> and I loved it. Like I loved it. And I think too, because how much I love music, like, I don't know, feeling like I was their muse or like inspiration for something yeah. or like just sitting there admiring them. It was something that I was not good at that I like really admired in them. Yeah, but at the same Does time, that make sense? it gives me anxiety because if anybody were to ever like sing to me, I Have would you had fucking, someone sing to you before? Dude, I would fucking die. I would just die. I would punch them in the face, <laughs> smash their fucking guitar or whatever they had and just... 
like no on movies and all the things when people like write songs and like sing I'm just like oh my god I would die I would die maybe because I'm so insecure I would melt I think it's like my insecurities that I'm like is it don't look at me don't sing to me this is not about me it's just like a weird, I don't know. I think it's got to be an insecurity. My li- I'm like, my, I get I would, so uncomfortable when people sing to other people. Oh my I'm God. Like, that would be like the biggest way to show me that they love me. I feel like in a way like you my were, mom told me a story. Me? You did this for me. Like, no, my mom told me a story about this guy. Like the way that I pictured it, I'm pretty sure he was naked. <laughs> <laughs> and, I like this. Okay. He like sang to her and played the guitar and she thought that it was just like the most romantic thing. And I was just like wanting to die. Okay. When she was telling me, I was like, I would literally, I would pass out or I would pretend to pass out. So it stops. So there were the guys that I did it. He knew my favorite song when I was in high school was Iris by Goo Goo Dolls. And he (laughs) took me to this gazebo, like overlooking the water and start slow dancing with me and sang it in my ear. And it was... He, I, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna marry you. <laughs> no, I would have been like, oh my god, throw me over into the water. <laughs> so I mean, that's what I'm saying. So here's, so here's what I noticed though with dating military guys, because I was like, I feel seen, I feel heard. Like I need a macho man too. And what I realized is some of the toughest men that I, well, I, I thought were some of the like toughest guys were really like, it was, it was, it was, yeah, her little boys. It was like a really tough outer shell, and inside it was just like all ooey gooey. And they needed a lot more than I could. They needed a lot more femininity and emotions I could give them at that time in my life, yeah. right? And here's another thing with my job. And I don't know if you noticed this, but I've noticed this recently, especially dating again. The minute a guy in the military finds out what I do, which by the way, I don't tell anyone this. I don't tell anyone my job. In fact, like I won't even admit I'm in the military. I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, I'll tell them I have a podcast and a business. Like I don't even tell anyone I'm in the military more. I am an escort. (laughs) I'm a strip. Um, The minute that these guys find out my job, somehow all of a sudden it becomes like this competition they're insecure and uh it's like who's dick's bigger contest and all of a sudden they become like really yes you can tell the insecurity is shining through it's very much like oh look at me like look at my concealed carry what have you done how many drums have you done like where have you been deployed and it's like it's it's while i see that they're trying to make themselves like very manly it's the biggest turnoff in the yes. world I feel like in all of my relationships I've had with military men including my marriages it's been very competitive it's not healthy competitive though it's very much like you know my ex and I both went through free fall school around the same time and then like I got more jumps than him and it was always like while he would brag to people about it I think there was still a lot of disdain that the I was like a, there. a fully yeah. qualified jump master he wasn't and I don't know, like certain things. And the same thing when I had my ex, like we were in the same career field, but when I was doing better than him, like he was just like, it, it doesn't, and you take work home and then like what your life becomes work. Yeah. So for me, I found it actually a lot healthier. So like a couple of the guys I dated, right? Like, you know, they're in the music industry and I'm like so enthralled by it because it's nothing that I know. So I'm like asking them a million questions and I think it's really cool. And like, I'm really interested in it, like genuinely interested. And these guys are like so like impressed by my job they're like looking it up they're asking a million questions yeah, they're like you're a fucking bad they're, bitch yeah and they're like happy about it dude like i have a voicemail from one of them that's like dude you're like gi jane you're so amazing like he's going off about 
just how proud he is of me. And they think it's the coolest thing where military guys have never acted that way. And when they found out my job, no, they want to put you down. Yes. Like, oh, you're just a female. And I'm over that. I'm over the whole kid on the playground. Punch me like to flirt. I I don't do that anymore. I'm, I'm getting to that point. That's why I'm like, yeah, maybe maybe a fucking cowboy would be super fucking nice because I'm realizing that it's my my insecurities and my shit that hasn't been healed yet on why I like these men that treat me like shit and that are not right for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like those fucking, the loud assholes in the military. Not all of them. Obviously, there's like a ton yeah, of fucking great guys no, in the military. Is. So I don't yeah. want to like paint this picture like they all are assholes. But I don't know. It's just that like something that you're like seeking out you know Mm -hmm. those those weird things where now I'm just like okay I just want to be happy Mm -hmm. like can I just find somebody who wants to like marry me and just like treat me well only be with me yeah not everyone else can we just like do that for now and actually okay so here's a question I have for you do you have you noticed, like, because I know you've you've been married and, like, you've dated a little bit and been in long-term relationships. Okay, so by the way, like, you guys have heard Andrew's story multiple times on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Her. Ooh, the date night one. So she did the Bumble date night, the bachelor style, bachelorette style, technically, where you invited, yes. what, four or five guys? Yes, I think it was five. I love you. This it is- was the prom night that we had in Southern Pines, right? This was the night that I was like, this this woman's going to be my life forever, whether she yeah. wants to or not. So let's paint this picture for let's them. Let's paint it, please. So my good friend Dom, it was his brother's birthday. Yeah. And his brother never went to prom. So they put on a prom-themed <laughs> birthday party. And I was like kind of recently single and the thought of fucking having to go on dates made me want to like throw up like it does to this day. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? We're just going to knock fucking five dates out in one night. So I invited all I I invited five different guys to the bar that we were going to be at. One of them was. Two of them were viable options, but one of them was very much. Yes, the you were one. like in love with him. He was, he so was cute. such a nice guy. He was yeah. so sweet. Um, but he was also SF. They well, they both were. SF, they both were. Right? Yeah, they both were special so forces. I just don't one of them was actually a legit special forces like the guy. other one was, the other was almost training. done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I like it was pretty funny because we were like these guys would like come in and I could be like standing there talking to like one of the other guys and they would come up and I'd be like oh hey like I'm just talking to blank I'll like come see you in a minute so they would just go do their thing thinking that this is just like an old friend and I just kind of like you had the best opportunity to do that too dude it was so fucking and funny you, didn't you invite like some of them over to Dom's house later on too like two of them yeah, but then a third one fucking showed up that was like definitely not an option that we realized the moment that he walked in. Yeah. Um, and he was it was so fucking terrible. But then oh, yeah. but then classic me realized <laughs> how much I fucking hated dating. I so I called my ex and was like, Please come get me. And all of a sudden we were like, Where the fuck did Angie go? And he came and got me and took and me I home. I was like, you. I don't wanna I don't wanna date. I don't wanna do this. Please just The girls were like, Call Angie, so I did and you're like, I'm fine, I'm in my car with my ex. I'm like, Of course you are, you're gonna go get that dick <laughs> Because I was like, I don't like I just didn't know, you know. I have to be honest. Dating does suck. It's horrible. And when you find like one guy that like 
gives you a little bit of attention and, and can consistently give you some like good penis. You're like, yeah. And even if he doesn't treat you that well, you're like, I might just take it instead of going that. on dates because this yeah. is horrible. And I'm not saying to do that. Please don't do that. No. But Angie it's loves really the toxic. Yeah. Well, ex. we both do. But it's really easy to do that, though, because it's comfortable. And well, and it's like, in my opinion, I'm like, I'd rather go to something that I know than to like go like. Know, like I'm something new yeah you know like, yeah but dating do, like dating up. is ugh. it's the whole yeah <laughs> like you're getting to get to know someone all over again yeah. tell your whole life story all over again you're like do I have to be vulnerable all over again and like what just to get ghosted yeah. do you think I don't think our world was prepared for us to have so many options or to see so many people like mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't think human beings were ready to, like, see so many people in their life. Like, you get on social media and you can see every, like, not just people where you live, where you can see with your fucking eyeballs, but, like, you can see people in other states and everywhere in the other world. countries. Like, all, yeah. And you're like, wow, there's beautiful people, beautiful people everywhere. There's so many options. And I think people think that they have so many options. You don't. That they purposely I mean, you do, but you don't. Like the grass is not always fucking greener. Correct. Like people think that that's a real thing, and it's like the grass is green where you water. Where it? you water them, motherfucker. Yeah, and the biggest problem that I see nowadays is like no one truly, really wants to be in a full-on relationship that's like actually says we're in a relationship. They like to be in a situationship. Yeah, where it's they want like- to have that security, where they know that like you're there for them, but they also want to continue to figure out like. Oh, what's uh, well, if what's something, the best chip for me to play here? Or what's if something the best next thing new and shiny comes yeah. around, I can keep my options open. So, but that's where it comes to with like the fucking self discipline and the self respect. Mm-hmm. Like that's why it's like if you're fucking like a cheater and all that shit. Like you think that it's because you're like cool macho? No, it's because you don't have any self control and you're actually kind of a fucking bitch. You know, like you can't control yourself enough to not like it's very easy to do the right thing. Yeah. It's very easy to not respond to somebody's text messages. It's very easy to ignore that shit or to like, you know, cut something off. Absolutely. But people choose to feed into it and do the wrong thing. And that's what gets people in fucking trouble now. I know. Because especially with social media, like people are going to find out. I know. Like. Somebody's going to tell somebody. Well, that here's the thing. The truth always reveals itself. Absolutely. Whether it is like, whether it's days later, weeks later, months later, whether it's even five years later, I'm going to tell you right now, the truth always fucking comes out. hundred percent. And you might think that you are the slyest and you get with everything. There's a reason why when I taught interrogation training, okay, so I was a trained interrogator and like I interrogate people for over four years. We never taught them to lie. You don't teach people to fucking lie. Okay. You teach people how to like answer around things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like get back to a topic that you want to talk about. But we never taught them to lie. And the reason why is you always get caught in a lie. You can't remember that. No. You cannot remember that. So that's, there's, that's not a technique for anything. So why do it? And what's the point of it anyway? Yeah. And honestly, like people, especially, Women. I don't know so much about men. I feel like, no offense, again, men, but I feel like men cannot handle getting 
what they give. Mm. Where if, you know what I mean? Like women will give men so many fucking chances, but men would not. And women will treat a man like fucking royalty if he just tells the truth. I know. No matter how bad the situation is, if a man comes out and is like open and honest and like tells you the truth about something, like of course you're going to be like mad and upset about the situation, but like it's like, oh my God, like I could fucking trust you. I can actually fucking trust you. Do you know how many women have stayed after being told they were cheated on? Because he because like, he fucking told the truth. Yeah, you owned up to your fucking stupid shit. Yeah, I mean, do you have many women stay after finding out that he cheated, and then maybe him yeah. eventually like admitting it too? Like yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I don't think he admitted it, but yeah, trust like, but yeah, it's like one of those things. You're right. Yeah, women like oh, we give yes, probably far too many chances. Hundred percent. It's funny because so one thing um, they did a study, and I was telling Angie about it tonight. They did a study, right? Like when people end at relationships, by the time the relationship was over, they would ask the man and the woman what they, what's like the one thing they wish they did differently. Like if they had one thing to choose, what they did differently, you know, majority of the men always said, I wish that I like, I wish that I did more to like more for her, for our relationship. I wish I like did what she asked, uh, did more to save it, whatever it was. Right. And that was like across the board men's answers. But for women, it was the complete opposite. It was, I wish I left sooner. I wish I didn't give him so many chances. I wish I didn't keep seeing the potential in him and stay when he wasn't going to change. Yeah. That was across the board women's answers. And I can attest to that. That so many times that I have stayed way too long in relationships because of what we talked about before, looking at the good in them, trying to see the potential or giving them so many chances, thinking that they will change when in reality, like what we see is what we get. Yeah. You're in love with the potential and you're in love with like the possibilities of what your future could be. Like Mm -hmm. what, you know, that power couple that you that you could be if A, B, and C would just change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously it's not always on the guy. It's on us too, but it's like the whole fucking combination. And we just never want to like admit it. Yeah. You know, that we're not compatible. Yeah. Because we think that, well, I'll just change myself. I'll just do this different. You know what I mean? So we try to like alter who we are to make them happy, to make our relationship work. And in the end, you're but just that's miserable. Not, yeah, but that's not going to work. Like, no. I feel like that's honestly what my mom does a lot. Like, she's mm-hmm. like the fucking runaway bride. Like, I don't know if she knows how she even likes her eggs. Aww. She likes her eggs however the man that she's with likes his eggs, you know? And I yeah. feel like I, I will also fall into that a lot in relationships. Like, I I don't want to make decisions because I don't want to make the wrong decision. Sure. Because I want them to be happy. So I want them to pick the movie. I want them to pick the food. I want them to pick everything. And I just kind of let them like take over my life. And I just am like, oh, well, you know, it'll buff. It'll get better, you know, eventually. And then I feel that. there we are fucking years later, still miserable and unhappy. And we're like, yeah. holy fuck. We just wasted all this time for I what? Know. Because I think a lot of times we, like, want to to make it work. But, like, here's the thing, too, is, like, I think sometimes it's the comfortability or we don't think there's anyone else. Yes. But in reality, like, there's 7.6 billion people in the world. Like, there's... There's a lot of someone else's. <laughs> yeah. And I think my scariest thing when I was getting divorced was, one, being told I was never going to find anyone better or someone that was going to love me, right? And Same. so that was a fear. But, two, like... 
I was with him for so long that we had this certain compatibility that I was afraid I wasn't going to find it with yeah, anyone else. And you're just comfortable and you don't want to like, you don't want to start over because it's like, how did you, how did you even get to that comfortable I know, spot? It, it feels how like did forever just, ago. Yeah. It's like, how did you just fucking wake up and do that? And then, but I'll tell you right now, one of the first like kind of relationships that I had outside of it, even if it was just dating, like it was very clear to me. There's so many people out there that I can get along with, that I can be compatible with and that people will actually like work with you too. And guess what? Some like those don't work either. And that's fine. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Like life fucking goes it on. It does go on. Take some, there's always something to take from someone that you've met in your life. There's always some type of like, when you meet someone, there's always some type of lesson learned, some amazing memory that you can carry or some type of character development. There's yep. always going to be something from a person, whether good or bad that you can take with you and then move on with. Right. And yep. so for me, like I realized that there can be healthy communication between a man and a woman without like the yelling and the screaming and the toxic the crazy, shit. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I had dealt with that for so long or like there was other good things. There was also other things that were exposing me like, Oh, these are things I need to work on Yeah, as well. But yeah, like there is that fear. But I think once you get out of that and you realize, okay, it's not as bad. Like once you take that plunge, the only problem is eventually like you keep taking that plunge into dating and new relationships you're like okay i'm kind of over this now yeah, like now i would like I to like find someone lesbian. decent <laughs> to like be consistent with yeah but i mean it's fucking it's hard and especially with a fucking kid that shit it makes it even harder do you like really if like with, oh my god wait so let me ask you this do you think it's harder because like you have the motherhood responsibilities and just like it takes a lot out of you or do you think it's hard because not a lot of guys or not a lot of people want to be like with uh, someone who has kids? Both. Really? Both. And I mean, so my daughter, she's three now. She is, she is her mother's child. So she is fucking strong-willed and hard-headed and she's just difficult. So she takes a lot from me that I then don't have to give to somebody else. Mm. Where if you don't have a child that's taking that energy and that emotional, you know, whatever, you have all that extra to give to them. Where I have to give, I have to give to my kid and then I have to give to myself before I can give to you. And some days, like, that's really fucking hard because some days, I'm going to say it, my kid is an asshole. <laughs> they can be yeah you're just being honest and yeah so i mean it can be tough and i mean like you know the one person that i've dated since i've gotten divorced like it's hard to find that like that balance you know because sometimes my kid is stressing me out she's not listening to me she's not listening to anybody like i'm getting stressed because of the way she's acting he's getting stressed because the way she's acting she's mad at me he's now mad at me because how she's acting so i have two people mad at me and it's just like oh my gosh like i i literally i can't win with either one of you that's a lot so it's so much yeah because then it's like okay so do i have my kid mad at me do i have him mad at me do i have both of them mad at me you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it's just it's it is freaking insane and then of course yeah you have the people who you know they don't want to deal with somebody with a kid but you also have to worry about you know, obviously only one person has ever met my kid, but it's like you don't want to bring people around your child. Mm -hmm. So it just makes everything 
so much harder because you're so much more skeptical and you're just like overanalyzing everything. And it's just, you're a lot more selective. Yeah. You have to be. Yeah. But it's just, and it's, I mean, it's so much harder. Like, you know, you can go on like a random date. Me, I had to jump through my ashes to find somebody to watch my kid from the podcast. I know. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, some people just don't, they don't want to deal with that. They don't want to deal with like, you know, if I want to go out on a date, I have to spend at least $50 to go on the date. So it's mm-hmm. very, it's expensive. Yeah. So it all, it all adds up. So definitely being a single parent trying to date is like, I can is see that very freaking hard. I feel like that takes a very particular type of man who has a, a high level of understanding and empathy and also like patience with yeah. all that. Like who <laughs> who like is like, hey, it's fine. Like and doesn't like who's very secure. They have a secure attachment style because if they have an avoidant attachment or avoidant, that's probably not good. But if they have um oh, what's the other one? Anxious attachment style. And if you're not paying them enough attention, they're gonna be like oh, freaking out. You know yeah, what I mean? Because sometimes like they will be freaking out yeah. if you know, like you get busy with your kid or whatever else. So they have a secure attachment style where they sit there and go, Hey, it's totally fine. I know you got mom duty, like whatever. Hey, can I come over? Is there anything I can do? Yeah. Can I help you out? Can yeah. I help, excuse me, clean the house or whatever? Just because they want to spend time with you or get to hang out with Izzy a little bit or whatever. Yeah. Those are the people that like, those are the men that hundred percent, but I'm sure that's again, just you like I'm trying to find, just like I'm trying to find a diamond in a rough good guy. I can only imagine like how hard. Yeah, how do you find a good guy that also <laughs> wants to like deal with your fucking kid who is crazy? Like she, she's so bad, dude. Like maybe another single parent with that. I mean, yeah, si- but okay. it depends. Cause like, I don't want to deal with baby mama drama. True. Cause your ex and you're pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I just don't want to deal with the fucking bullshit. True. That's, that was, the, that's the one thing that yeah, like. So it's like, oh, so it's both. I mean, I don't. I don't care. Like, if what if kids, he's a widow kids. with kid? You know what I mean? Like, no baby mama drama. So I don't I feel know like, because I feel like I'm too insecure to deal with a widow. Because I, I really? would, oh my god, my insecure ass. I'd be like, you still love her and don't oh. love me. You don't. You know, I. What ooh. if he adopted the kid? So but I feel he's like still a widow because then no, no. I'd, because then I'd be like no because no, he's never you, been married he's never oh, been married he adopted kid. yeah 100%. okay so we're I'm looking for widow wise I'd okay. be too insecure so okay if you guys are listening <laughs> out there crazy. we're looking for a cowboy who um loves kids maybe potentially adopted a kid I mean you don't have to love kids because I don't even love kids I just love mine true but you do kind of want him to probably like yours yeah yeah, yeah. but I'm saying like. You don't have to be like because there are some guys. Because if you love kids, kids and don't like kids, then that would be like kind of like a little bit creepy sometimes too. Okay, so like moderately likes children <laughs> can put up with that. On a non creepy. Is there way. a certain age that you prefer? Mm, well, I am, do you like younger or older men? No, older. I'm 30 now, so they have to. Oh be, my god! Please don't. I feel like they have to be at least like 32. Really? See, here's the I thing. Know, I just yeah. I I've always dated older guys. Um. Like, my first husband was, like, six and a half, almost seven years older than me. And this last one was only, like, a few. And, like, the few guys I dated this year are, like, three or four years older than me. But I went on a date. <laughs> With a baby? With a guy who's ten. Ten years younger than me, dude. So think about where he was when you were I don't even want, nope, in high school. I don't want to think about that. second grade. I don't want to think about that. You're a pedophile. Can I? I felt <laughs> very, like... My sister's 32 and she's dating a now 26 year old. And it is like, it is so strange, but he doesn't act, 
He does not act 26. So that's okay. So I'll give him credit for that. So first of all, like it was weird because like when he told me when I actually, when I found out his age, cause obviously, you know, a little investigation online after he told me to guess it. Cause I was like, I'm going to guess wrong. Cause he looked 31, like maybe 32. Right. So once I found it out, I'm like, dude, he's the same age as like my youngest brother. Like my youngest sibling. Which, I'm by so the way, bad at telling age though. A lot of times. Well, I I don't know what the kids are like drinking nowadays, or like what old as fuck. They all look old as fuck. Like it's I'm like, and and I know a lot of them really like it right now, but I'm like, you're not gonna like it in like no. five ten years. Because a lot of times, like I'll be like talking and hanging out with like chicks or whatever, and I'm like thinking they're around my age. Same. And then I find out they're like 22, 23, and I'm like. Okay, what? so I either think that I look way younger than I do Correct. or you look way older than what you because I'm like when I was like 22, I still didn't know how to fucking. I didn't learn how to do my makeup. Into, I didn't yeah. learn until the last five years. Yeah, I feel like I've like not gotten pretty until like a couple years ago. Same. So I'm like, how? what the fuck are you guys doing? I was at this uh, like milkshake shop and there's these like two like that high school. wonderful. And it was amazing. There's two like high school. Like I think they're like maybe senior. I don't even know how old they were. But one of them was talking about Kid Cudi and how she was listening to Kid Cudi. I'm like, and I was like, you guys still listen to Kid Cudi? Do you remember him? Yes. Like, and day and night. Mm, mm. And so I'm sitting there. I said, you guys still listen to Kid Cudi? I totally aged myself. And she goes, what do you mean still listen? She's like, of course I do. And she's like, how old are you? You know what I mean? And I was like, and I was like, I'm 35. And they both went, <gasps> you know, you're not. No, you're not. I thought you were like 24. And they were being 100% serious. And I'm like, what? And they go, look at the way you dress. I was wearing leggings. Yeah, with that's like, what I do. With like, a cute baggy jacket and like my high tops with like yeah. scrunched up socks. And like, you don't even dress like it. You don't even look like it. Yeah. You don't even act like it. Here and I'm I like, am with my crop top and my kid. I know. I'm like, I don't think I'm supposed to dress like this as a mom anymore. But Who cares? here I am roughing it. Who cares? I love it though. So I will say. He definitely didn't act 25. He's very mature for his age. I actually will give him this. I think he's probably more emotionally available and emotionally intelligent than some of the like 30, late 30, 40 year olds that I've dated. There you go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But there was still like that weirdness of the age that in my head. Only because you knew about it. And that's how I am too. Like if they don't look it. He doesn't look it. And they don't act it. Like I don't. I think the one thing that I did like that definitely had like a young, like his young vibe to him is that like he was still full of life like me. And like there was at one point like we after brunch, like we went, he just like, he's like, let's go to the park. And was like super cute and like protect me before we cross the road. But then like took my hand and like ran across it. And like, do you know what I mean? Like full of life. And even at one point he started to skip and he like twirled and he was like, dude, the weather is awesome. And he was just so like he didn't give a fuck about anyone. And he was fun. And I was like, dude, you could tell life has not gotten him down yet. And he doesn't not have all yet. this baggage. Yeah. And like, let's talk in a couple years. Issues buddy. like all these older guys have. I don't think they've worked through yet. And so while I was talking to my girlfriend about it, I was like, yeah, you can tell he was young because of this. And she goes, Tiffany, you do that. I was like, you're right. I do do that. And but she's a lot like, of people don't. Cause a lot of people would just get fucking ruined. They let life know. ruin them. They do. They let it, everything drag them down. Mm-hmm. Or, like, care too much about, like, people think or whatever. Like, dude, him and I were on swings, like, the swings. Like, swinging back the and forth. Swings are my favorite thing. If I see swings, I'm stopping off fucking swinging. We did swings. He got in a teeter-totter with me. Oh, my God, the teeter-totter. Don't even get me started. I know. So, and honestly, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, would either of these older guys that I was talking to for a bit do this with me? I don't know. They probably look at me like a dick growing on my forehead. Dude, I'd drag whoever I'm with to the fucking swings and teeter-totter. Right? So, it's fun. Like, it's shit like that that's just, like... Those are like 
little things that actually mean something. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. But anyway, so there's that. But yeah, that's why I was wondering what your age was. Because, like, I know most women do like to go for older men. But I yeah. will say there's a lot of young guys shooting their shots at older women nowadays. Dude, and, like, single moms. like I know. Moms, we're, like, a fucking thing now. You we're guys are a trending. hot commodity. <laughs> you guys are literally, first yeah. of all, you guys are 100% trending on TikTok. Yeah, somebody found out we got the good fucking snacks. And, like, we're, apparently we're really good and bad. You are. And I'm we sure. don't play fucking games and do dumb shit. So, yeah. like, like. It's so funny. I know. Because my ex-husband was all like, oh, you're never going to find somebody to want you no. because you have a kid and blah, blah. Guess what? Joke's on you. I know. Dads aren't a fucking cool thing. But moms? We're, Seriously, milfs? We're it. Yes. We're it. And I yeah. love that, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 100%. Because they know. They're like, you're responsible. You're loving. Yes. The snacks. That's the funny. That's like the yeah. joke. The ongoing joke. But like, I mean... To be fair, I had the best snacks before I even had a kid because you know how I am. I'm a functioning five-year-old when it comes to eating. Literally, so but, it, like uh, Angie and I will go out to eat and like her dinner will be like loaded tater tots and I'll yeah. get like the steak and the mashed potatoes yeah. and, and green beans. And the green beans. <laughs> and she's sitting there with like her loaded tater tots just like extra sour cream. Why does this have enough sour cream on it? Yeah. Which I love because you and here's what's funny is you look phenomenal. Well, thank you. And then like you eat like that and like and part of me sits there and goes, Man, my metabolism stopped at like 22. No, it's not. So it's not you the do, metabolism. It's like the fucking work around the barn and the horses and shit. You know so. what? I was just going to say that too because like I was thinking to myself, this chick works her ass off all the time. Like on your like ranch and your barn. I can only imagine how many calories you burn. Which by the way. Uh, enough. Tell people. First of all, you have a nonprofit, which I think is amazing. And also like just tell them a little bit of what you do because I think it's phenomenal. Okay, so what do you want me to tell them first about the nonprofit or yeah. what I do? Well, how did you get into it? Okay, you know so what I mean, with the horses and everything. I got out of the army because my heart ceased. Yeah. And then I ended up um, buying the property that I have now. So I have like 40 acres and I turned it into an equestrian center. So I own that and I own my own horses and I board horses and I also did like training and all that kind of shit. So I have like a really profitable business doing that and then I started my nonprofit over the summer that's the veteran Mustang mission so I take um, wild Mustangs that are untouched out of holding facilities and I pair them with struggling veterans and they do the entire gentling process it's like a hands-on approach to therapy so now I'm I just sold my ranch I close on the 26th and I'm going to head out to Texas. I'm so proud of you. To try and do this nonprofit thing full time. So me and my dogs and my cat and my five horses and my toddler are living out of the living quarters in my horse trailer. Oh, my gosh. And we're going to be venturing from North Carolina to Texas and uh, yeah, try and find a place to buy and that's so exciting though it like, is it it's fucking I'm terrifying oh, i'm sure it is but yeah. like i'm so proud of you for for number one that's like a huge move i'm shooting my shot dude i'm like you I know, know what but I'm, I'm that's like, amazing yeah i'm like i just can't i just meant for something bigger than just like owning a horse facility in fayetteville north carolina i'm like i have to do this i want to do this like i mean what you were know. doing here was great and like 
you are already successful, but I love the fact that you're like, you are pushing yourself. Yeah. I'm like getting out of to that something comfort more. zone. Yep. And it's difficult. And it is Just scary so as can be. fucking scary. Cause I'm like, even like, what if, what if one of my fucking tires on my trailer blows and I've got five fucking horses in the back, three dogs, a cat and a kid. Uh-huh. I'm going to just call 911 and be like, someone send help and fix my fucking tire, please, because I don't know what to do. You're like, I need a whole team. Yeah. I'm going to need out here. Cute firefighters. Mm-hmm. Shirtless. Yes. Some snacks <laughs> and some water. Like a lot <laughs> like, of fatty snacks. Yeah. Like those muffins, please, oh preferably. God. Yeah. Those like, Little Debbie's. Oh, my God. Yeah. Zebra cakes. Yeah. So not like I'm mm. asking too much here. No. You'll do great, though. Yeah. I'm excited. You it's really will. Be fun. And here's the thing, too. So, like, if you guys want to help support her nonprofit, Veteran Mustang Mission, in any way. So you're on Instagram at Veteran Mustang Mission. If you guys want to go there, you guys can buy t-shirts. If you guys want to support in like yep, a small way, sweatshirts. Um, even if you guys follow and shout it out, like post about it in your guys' story. Or if you guys know anyone that could monetarily help out. Or I don't know. Maybe we can like, I would love to put together like a fundraiser of some sort. We were talking yeah. about like in Nashville. If we can just like at least yeah, just get it out fun. there. Um, we have a great veteran community. And, you know, like... You are really helping heal, like not only the veteran community and helping them get through a lot of things, but them rehabbing like these Mustangs. But yeah. You're also helping these Mustangs as well. Yeah. Like it's, you know, two birds, one stone type thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So it's really beautiful. So if you guys want to help in any way, especially if you guys love horses, like Tara yeah. is obsessed with horses. She grew up with riding horses and everything. So oh, I yeah. know she's going to be on top of this, like 100%. Dude, they're the best. They like it's it's insane. Yeah. How much better they make you feel. It's a lot of fun. Like I had just a couple weeks ago, um, I had this commander from here at Fort Bragg reach mm-hmm. out to me on Instagram and he's like, Hey, I heard about you from a buddy. Um, I have this guy who's really struggling. Like, I I want him to be able to come out and like come do your program. And I yeah. was like, Well, like I just sold my ranch, so I'm leaving soon. But, like, I do have a Mustang that he could come out and work with. Like, he won't be able to do the entire, like, 14-week process. But he can, like, come out within, like, just a few days. This guy's texting me and telling me how, like, he hasn't been this happy in years. He adopted the fucking Mustang that he's working with already because I'm leaving soon. Like, he's just making, like, amazing progress already. So, it's, like, it's so amazing what they can do for each other. And, like, just being able to watch it and be there for it is like so much fun i love that yeah i really do because there's so many different ways we can heal oh absolutely so many different ways and that is like the least judgmental way i think so too and this is a very healthy way yeah when you think about it like learning patience and all the things like that was like the first thing that he was like wow they really teach you patience huh i'm like oh yeah buddy like buckle the fuck up because you're not going to make a 1200 pound animal do anything. Mm-hmm. You're not going to force it. So you need to like get patient get comfortable in your own skin and figure out how to, how to make this work. I wonder how many times while dealing with the Mustang, they've seen characteristics in the Mustang that they see themselves and they have to like adjust. You know oh, what I mean? All the time. Cause there's, a, it's a fucking mirror. That's what I'm saying. It's a mirror. They're literally seeing and going, wow. Like I see myself in this animal 
and like the moment you start getting irritated and mm-hmm. like shitty they do yep yeah because yeah. they'll react and then uh-huh. they have to learn to adjust that's so crazy yeah but it teaches you how to like handle even like your relationships with like your kids and your wife mm-hmm. like once you start feeling yourself getting irritated you need to understand when to be able to like walk away Ooh. and go calm down and come back and try a different approach like it's okay that's okay to do that like we need to do that we need to do that before we you know say some shit that we can't take back or do something you know what i mean because like there's been guys who have seen that like if they don't walk away and they get angry and push the horse too hard then that horse loses trust and it takes like sometimes it takes weeks to, build to back. get back what you've just fucked up wow. because you didn't have like the courage to just walk away or your ego yeah you just you know what i mean uh-huh so i I kind of feel like we all could, um, you you know, benefit oh, from this. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but it's so great for veterans because, yeah. like, I mean, you know how we are. We like to do some crazy things. So, like, taking wild, untouched Mustangs mm-hmm. and gentling them, like, there's that, like, danger, sure. thrill aspect and then the sense of, like, purpose and all of that. Yeah. So, it's, like, it really, it really works for veterans. It's, like... What made you even think about doing this? Like, what even sparked it? So last year, there was these girls who reached out to me. They had gotten Mustangs from a holding facility, wild Mustangs, that they wanted to train and, like, do what I'm doing. And they got them and realized how difficult it was. So they didn't want the Mustangs anymore. So the one girl asked me if I would come and get her Mustang for free. So I came and I took it and I, like immediately fell in love with the process really and then yeah and then it was like a couple weeks later the other girl reached out to me and because she wanted to sell the mustang but it was freaking wild mustang yeah nobody wanted it um so yeah she asked me if i wanted to come and get that one and i came and got that one and i was like there's something here like this is it this is like what i myself have been missing since getting out like this is like my purpose. This is what I need to be doing. Like then I started researching Mustangs and seeing like how many of them are in holding facilities. There's basically, there's more freaking wild Mustangs that are sitting in holding facilities than there are out in the wild because they keep rounding them up so much. Like it's sad. So they just sit there. It's $125 to go adopt a wild Mustang. Wow. It's fucking cheap. Yeah. Really cheap. It's, a lot of them end up going to slaughter in like Aww. bad places. So it's like programs like this where we can get them and, you know, gentle them and train them and they can be adopted out and used for other things. A lot of um, police departments will take Mustangs for their mounted patrol. Fucking border patrol will take them. So it's like there's different That's awesome. angles that I'm yeah. trying to work here to like, you know, gentle these Mustangs and then get them out and – I really think you moving to Texas too is going to be like incredible for that as yeah. well. Like once you get them like trained and like you can move them on out, they can be utilized for so many different things Absolutely. as well. So like the whole thing is just helping everyone. Yep. Can, excuse me. You can't go wrong with that. No, it's exciting. At all. Dude, I absolutely love that. Yeah. So if you guys want to help in any way, yeah, up Angie. Great. Yeah. Um, do you have a website and stuff for it or no? I do. Yeah. com, And you can also, it's in the bio on both um, my personal Instagram, which is Angie 
underscore rides and then the veteran Mustang mission one. That's perfect. Yeah. Check it out. If anything, just check it out and see what it's all about. And if, even if it's something like, even if it's something too, that you're like really interested in, um, and maybe even potentially like if you're a veteran and you're like, man, this is something I think yeah, that could help think me. Could like, benefit. yeah. 100%. Reach out to her. Cause we got you. I don't know. This is, this is such, I think like when I hear this, I'm like, this is such a healthy option. 100%. Compared to like so many other things. Like if you're not ready for therapy yet, this could be great. But this yeah, I don't mean, like look at the I don't know how the Air Force does it, but the army loves to be like, oh, you're struggling? <laughs> Your marriage is struggling. Let me send you on a weekend retreat. Oh, a weekend retreat is gonna fix your entire life. Army does love those weekend retreats. No, dude. motherfucker. We need more than a weekend. Like, yes. If we need lots of weekends. We need lots of I just time. think it's funny how the military was like, oh, you guys, like, um, your family, like, families matter, blah, 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 blah. And then they, like, you keep, they keep you from your family all the time. Yeah. And, like, when you ask for time off, they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, fuck you and your family, actually. I know. You're like, oh, uh, okay. No, it's fucking awful. So, yeah, we're, we're here to help. I'm trying. That's what I'm hoping that it'll become, like, a bigger, a much bigger thing that we'll be able to like branch out and have it like around at like military bases and it'll be be amazing something like kind of how they've been able to utilize it here at Bragg like from the commanders and people who found out yeah they can just send their guys over but like in Texas and stuff it'll be you know an actual like 14 week like live in retreat where they'll be able to come and like stay there I'm going to get, it's like, gonna, shipping containers and, like, turn the shipping containers into, like, little tiny homes there you and stuff go. for people. Like, perfect, what people easy. lived in in freaking Afghanistan. That's what I mean. Probably like, even better than Afghanistan, yeah. honestly. So some I'm like, here we go. Like, yeah. It's better than nothing. It is. But that would work. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I I know it's going to grow. And I know it's going to do big things. Yeah. I believe it. It will. It will. Because it's because it's yours. Yes. And you'll let it ha- And you'll make it happen. Yes. I know you will. I'm excited for this next chapter. I know. Me too. I'm ready for it. And Texas. Like, you can't go wrong with Texas. I, no. I like Texas personally. I know. I do too. I hate how, like, there a lot of Texas people are super mad that everybody's moving in. But I'm well, like, that's Austin. People. Move over. Like, I'm coming. Coming you're in. You're not fucking, you're not telling me no. Like, you're like, I'm a good one, though. Yeah. You guys are going to love me. I promise. Like, okay. <laughs> there was this thing the other day that I saw that, like, people were saying that people have, like, their towns where, like, when you're in a certain town or I noticed for me, like a certain state where your skin's more glowy and like you, you seem healthier and like you have a good vibe and everyone there loves you. Right. Like, cause I've traveled around. So literally like every state being in the military. And there are certain states where I am like thriving. Like I feel like I'm my best self. I'm just like, but one of them's Texas. Yeah. When I was in Texas, I was fucking loving it. Like, I felt like I talked to more people and met more amazing people. I and love like, Texas. The week that I was there, then like the fucking last two years I've been back here at Fayetteville. I'm Same. like, people are so fucking nice here. I never liked, I never liked Fayetteville. No, personally. What do you mean? I do not like it here. I never really liked Ugh. North Carolina. I actually really don't like it that much in Georgia, like where no. I'm at. But then again, I haven't really spent much time there, to be honest. Um, the people in Tennessee and Nashville, I love. Like, I love the people in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. And I think you would, too. Like, So I was stationed at Fort Campbell. So I was, like, oh. 45-ish minutes. How'd you like it there? I liked it. Did but you? it's cold in the winter. Oh, so I've never been in the winter. So I fucking... I, I feel like it's too cold in North yeah. Carolina in the winter. I Like, I'm just a bitch to the cold now. Sure. But, yeah. I it's, liked it, though. I loved Fort yeah. Campbell. Like, and I loved Nashville. They're, like, the best candy shops there. 
Did they? Did yeah, they? Oh my god, dude. don't tell me that because now I'm gonna go. You go and like fill up those freaking big ass bags nope. and like wait. S- oh my god, there's so much fun. Dude, I have zero self control for that. Same. Sure. Like I will be like eating. Oh, I can't. It's so good. The weather in California, I loved. Oh my god, the, I love California. But the people is can't do it and can't do the prices either. San Diego. San Diego is my vibe. I love San Diego. Like that dry heat, I'll fuck with it. Big time. Oh, Arizona. I'm so sick of the humidity. I looked in Arizona. There's actually this awesome fucking chick that I follow on Instagram and I talked to. She has a horse rescue um, and she's out of Arizona. Costs her over $3,000 a month just in hay They're to get crazy. hay delivered. So she's moving to like Montana. She's like, I can't like. Oh, Montana's cheap. Yeah. I've only driven through Montana, but it's gorgeous. I only know anyone who lives there, actually, now that I think about it. I want to get to the point where me and my future husband that I'm, like, manifesting right now in my head, we have the money and the means to, like, summer in Montana or Wyoming. There you go. And then we do winters in, like, Texas or somewhere. Yes. Arizona. I don't even fucking care. Somewhere Somewhere warm. Warm. If I could stay in warm weather all the time, too, I would. Yeah. Because I'm just, like. go back and forth. I'm a sunflower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need that vitamin D. Yeah. In multiple ways. I need 100%. vitamin D from the sun and I need it from the penis. Yes. Let's just be real. 100%. My, I think 100%. Dr. Frank, we've had Dr. Frank on the old podcast before and he's a hormone doctor and he was like, Tiffany, you're deficient in vitamin D. I'm like, which one? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that vitamin D actually um, plays like a massive role in like your thyroid production and stuff? Like yes. if you're low in vitamin D then your thyroid and shit gets all fucked up. Like vitamin D and gut health is like gut health. The two most important things. Dude, like autoimmune diseases come from bad gut health. They were know that. Dude, literally your gut can like the way they're making it sound can fix everything. Hundred percent. They literally said that if you have horrible gut health, you'll be like you will not be happy. You will be depressed. Yeah. That's why so like um, serotonin and all that shit. Your happiness, like, and I'm saying you can still choose it, but I'm sure, like, and I'm not saying if you're depressed and you have depression that it's going to cure it, because I'm sure there's, like, other things that can help, but, like, apparently it's going to help. Yeah, so, um, my buddy Travis, he owns Alpha Elite Performance, Mm -hmm. and he has, yeah, they have, like, awesome stuff, so, you know me, I don't like to eat my vegetables and stuff, Yeah. so, um, I get, like, their greens and stuff drink their freaking greens in the morning that way i've had my vegetables i don't have to worry that's what about i do it. with my first form stuff but yeah and then like it helps like re- it reduces the metal in your body it like fixes like leaky gut it, like does all these like amazing things so i'm like hell yeah like i'm telling you crazy not to do it and so i they um so i got like really bad hormonal acne like all along my jawline recently like within the last like few months and they put me on antibiotics and antibiotics like like to clear up my skin and while they are helping my skin in a way they like really fuck up your gut health yeah because they get rid of all like they get rid of the good and the bad and so my dad's like you gotta be taking like probiotics and these digestive aids too and the only thing that i have noticed is i'm having a harder time with my digestion yeah from once she upped my dose to like one a day to two a day and like she wants me to take this for like like couple months i'm like i don't want to take antibiotics for a few months oh no. yeah they're yeah i know so we'll just see like there's this other yeah. thing that someone told me about the a med spa lady told me about which is called spiralactin or spiralactin or something which is like a a diuretic or i don't even know what it is it's something that helps like get rid of excess water in your body but apparently it helps really well with hormonal acne huh 
and they just put you on that bad boy. And apparently there's like barely any side effects. Besides the fact that if you're trying to get pregnant, they say don't take it. And I'm like, you're not trying to get Bitch, pregnant. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I can barely date right now. I'm yeah. not getting pregnant. No. But I'll tell you right now, this doctor's convinced that I'm going to be pregnant in six months. Okay. And I was like, doctor needs to go fuck themselves. Woman, I appreciate your concern. I literally sat there. I was like, okay, so I just need to talk to you really quick. I'm, this might be TMI. I'm newly divorced. I'm 35 years old. There's no way I'm having a kid anytime soon. And if I do have a kid, it's probably going to be through IVF by the time I'm 40. So uh, put me on the spiral actin to now. <laughs> to now. But yeah, so I'm on antibiotics. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm telling you right now, gut health is major. Oh, my and God. In fact, yeah. yeah. So that and apparently not eating broccoli. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> It'll make you gassy. Yeah. And broccoli can be bad if you have a bad thyroid broccoli is actually bad for your thyroid Did you know that i've never i literally just heard something recently that like apparently spinach is bad for you because spinach contains something i'm like dude are we gonna find something bad in everything now of course they're yeah. like sex is bad sex is bad everything I, mean, I was told that my whole life so everything is bad everything's bad everything gives you cancer every yes so this, fuck it this this the cum couch that i'm sitting on is yeah, gonna give me cancer that water 100 percent though because you got that on the fucking faucet, faucet you nasty excuse me i used to drink out of a hose when i was a child me too but my mom is like an aaron brockovich lady so oh. she like has special purified water like delivered to me my because she's too. like not delivered to me but the they have the cancer in the water like but i like believe in that shit hardcore so my parents now. are like pretty uh I don't want to say homeopathic or hippie because they're not, but like they're still like really, they like to take, they really take really good care of themselves. And so they bought like the thousand couple dollar like Like filter systems. Yeah. Yeah. That's what my mom does that stuff. She like goes around and like educates people and. Oh, she doesn't do that. They just buy it and there's all like about it. Yeah. But that's why I say she's Aaron Brockovich. Like she's all about it. I mean, yeah. Some people, I can see that. But is she like, obsessive about it yes like the fact that i will even like fill up my um like my coffee water from with the the faucet she flips even though it's getting boiled she's like i order you water every month (laughs) and i'm like do you know how long it takes for me to fill up that when i gotta fucking push that button down and hold it i know like when i can just turn my faucet on and just set it there and walk away and it fills up like she's like angie lazy. your laziness is going yeah. to take 15 years off your yeah. life yeah <laughs> but i literally was drinking out of like cow and horse water troughs when i was a child yes but i feel like back then like maybe i don't think like we had well water so it wasn't as bad as oh like i drank out of now i drank out of st louis like city water out of a hose and i swear that like shit has made me invincible from certain things yeah you know what i mean 100 maybe that maybe maybe that's why i never got covid same so yeah listen if you want you want to prevent covid just drink out of the hose hose. (laughs) yeah i love this shit i mean i believe in it yeah yeah, sure my kid drinks out of the hose and she eats dirt like every fucking day and she's fine she's got the best goddamn immune system i bet she does She's like, what's She's this? A beast. It's nothing. Yeah. Her body's just like. She laughs in the face of COVID. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. If you guys can't tell sarcasm, <laughs> by oh. the way. <laughs> I know some of these people are like, oh my God. Wait a second. Dude, I love having you on. First of all, we have to make this more of a thing. Yes. I know that our, like, I, we know, I know we have a primary female audience. And so, like, the ladies love when we have, like, other you know, women guests on. I know they love when we had Arissa on. I'm like, man, you guys are going to love Angie. So, 
We didn't talk about as much raunchy stuff as I thought we would. It's okay. Yeah. Like, I'm just very oh, surprised we will, as to where our conversation, like, we just bounced around so much. Like, we're talking about water and gut health. Like, we're talking about very, well, like, us, important look things. Look at us like, being adults. God, we're so fucking grown. We are fully grown. We will, we will definitely have, we will definitely do an episode another time now where, like, Listen, if you guys want to submit questions or like, oh, yeah, oh, I have this horrible sex story to tell you. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. No, yeah. I'm not going to say it. Oh, you're not Sh- going to say it? Should I? Okay. Do we have time? Okay. Yeah. You can't say that. You can't say okay. I have this horrible sex story to tell you and then end the episode. Okay. Well, here's the thing. It's not hor- It's horrible in the fact that like I'm embarrassing. I'm fucking embarrassing. <laughs> We've all been there. I can't believe. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm going to tell this. Okay. <laughs> And I'm not going to give that much detail because I can't let anyone know. So it was a long time ago. It was a while back. Okay. <laughs> this is so. This is like shit my pants embarrassing. No. Yeah, this is shit my pants embarrassing. This is really funny. I tell these stories all the time. So here we go. So I'm about to get on with this guy. Right. Um. Before I. <laughs> I might not have been like the freshest downtown okay because i might have gotten with someone prior to that like the day before (laughs) oh my gosh okay so like so like Like had you showered at least yes yes i showered multiple times so what the the night before okay so let's say friday night so it's friday night that was not planned that was just like met this amazing guy like hit it off really well like i got way too wasted i didn't drink enough um water didn't she didn't drink enough water oh i didn't no i'm sorry i didn't eat enough like i was telling the guy like i need to eat food and eat food and i just didn't and so we ended up having sex like three or four times that night good for you okay um and so yeah like the next day showered multiple times like you know what i mean but you can't you can only do so much for an internal organ like your vagina yeah you know what i mean and like you can't like stick up a washcloth up there and like you know uh, what i'm saying you can't do that no yeah so here's the thing too like y- every woman's like it's for some women their ph balance gets thrown off really easily others like mine doesn't that much but like you know we all have a certain you scent you can just tell that it's different yeah. we all know what we smell like and do you know what you taste like mm, no oh because i do you never taste it yourself? No. Okay, I have. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, so like I've so I know what I smell and taste like, right? Okay. Well, no, I'm lying because I've licked like men's fingers after. Yes. But same. I've never like licked my own fingers. Oh, I have. Just to be like just to wonder. No, or if I've I'm like masturbated, I'm just like it's kinda hot. No. Yeah. So like, cause I'll be like, oh, that's <laughs> good. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, okay. Licking Cause the I don't want because I need to know before a guy goes down on me. That it's like good to go. I don't want to be rude. You know what I mean? So the, the next day, I didn't expect to like be at this guy's house. You know what I mean? And like hung out for a really long time. I can kind of see where it's going. I kind of want, I really wanted to go there. I was prepped and ready to go. Like, you know what I mean? But I was still trying to play hard to get. So anyway, I know for a fact that like I'm not super fresh downtown. We start going at it. Only you know that though. Only I know that. We start going at it. And God. And that's true. God is judging the whole time. God is 100% judging. So we start going at it. He finger, he's puts his fingers in me and he takes him out and he is like, like, like chef wordy, like this made the best Tasting meal. Tasting the creme de la meow meow. Yes, creme de la meow meow. And I'm like, 
And I take his hand and I go to like put it in my mouth because I wanted to see what it smells and tastes like. And I can smell it a little bit. And it's not bad, but it's ain't, it ain't me. Yeah. And it tasted fine, but I was still kind of like really self-conscious of it. And by the way, like I'm a type of girl where I don't let a guy go down on me right away. Like I, it takes me some time to get used to it. Like for me, it's a very personal thing. Yeah. Right. So anyway, here's where it gets embarrassing. <laughs> um, I... I'm like making out with him and like sucking his dick and everything. My hair's all over the place. And like eventually it's getting to the point where it's going to go further. And I'm like, hey, I need to go get a hair tie. So I run downstairs and get a hair tie. But then I'm like going to the bathroom and I'm like, you know, you did the whole like leg up on the sink thing. You know what I'm talking about? You put the leg up on the sink and you like oh, splash up water up. and you try to okay. do a quick. Uh... Have you never done that before? Um, No, because I've never been in like. Oh, you know, I've never had a hoe phase yet. Like, I'm 30. I've still I have, not had a hoe I've phase. I've only... Okay, I haven't done that having sex, but I've done it in between, like, the gym. Like, if I am if I work out and, like, I go out afterwards without showering, I'll do a quick, like, fresh up downtown yeah, with well, the kitty. I, just, I usually have, like, some wipes or, wipes. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't. Okay. I'm, I'm ill-prepared. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I go to, like, take a little bit of his Meyer soap, right? Just to, like, rub it down there and clean it up and there's nothing in the soap container and I was like so of course you I try to put water in it to get the sun there's nothing in it like the soap container is like completely it's empty. never been used so I was like what the fuck like so I'm downstairs in the spare bathroom the door is wide open while I'm doing this oh, so the God. dude can come Tiffany. Down. <laughs> Tiffany 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 the dude can come down because I'm in panic mode so I take some water and splash it I was like well shit I gotta go pee so I'm sitting there peeing with Not- the door open yep now you're you pay fucking attention. caveman. Exactly. And I sit there and look at the door and go, oh my God, it's open. I stop my pee stream to shut the door. As I go to sit back down, I thought I was over the toilet. I was not. And I started to pee and I peed all over my pants. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Tiffany, I've raised you better. So I peed slightly on my pants, which I didn't even realize, and slightly on the floor. So like, I take some wipes. I take some toilet paper. I wipe it up. <laughs> when I take the toilet paper and wipe it up, the toilet paper handle thing comes off the wall, and I'm like, "Oh my god, dude!" You know what I mean? Like everything's just like going to shit. I like whatever, clean it up. I go to pull up my pants, my leggings, and I'm realizing that there's a whole wet spot on the back of them, like on my butt. And I'm like, "This is so embarrassing, dude!" And I like take the hand towel and I'm just like wiping the back of my butt, like with friction, trying to like get it dry. <laughs> And I'm sitting there in my head going, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Because I'm like, already taking too long. Do I put this in the dryer really quick? Like, what do I do? I don't I don't know. Do I smell like pee? What's up? Like, I would have left. <laughs> I'd have just left out the door. Listen, I am not a quitter. I saw the mission through. Okay, so here's the thing. I went upstairs and like just straddled him really quick. And he went to go touch my ass. And I was like, and immediately I was like, fuck me. And he was like, oh, okay. And I had him rip off my clothes because I was like, nope, you're not going to like feel the pee. So does he know? He has no idea. He has. Why would I tell him this? Well, you said it was seriously like embarrassing, like shit your pants embarrassing. So I thought that it was something that like. No, but this is embarrassing. Like I've not told anyone this. I've not told anyone this besides like Tara and I think Robin. Oh my God. Did I even tell my mom? I don't know if I told my mom. So yeah, like the rest of the night happened and everything. You know what I mean? It was great. Whatever. It was good. He couldn't tell. I didn't let him go down on me, though, because, like, I still was trying to be, like, polite. Yeah, I mean. You know, and I, I know like he was respectful. Very, yeah, but one thing I loved, he was very persistent on it. I was like, 
God, that's hot. And then, you know, spend the night. And the next morning, by the time the next morning, my pants were dry. So <laughs> my pee pants. <laughs> my pee pants are dry. Literally peed on my pants. I mean, we've we'll all been there. Like, I've, I've squatted have in a we? stall before. And, like, you know, you get a little pee in your pants sometimes. And you, oh, well, that's good to know. Because I, I mean, feel like we like have your it. boots. I think you're but. trying to make me feel warm. I am. Yeah. So I am. It's fine. So you want me to tell you a really embarrassing story? Yes. For my, so it was embarrassing for me, but also mainly for, no, my child wasn't embarrassed at all, actually. So okay. Friday, there I was invited to an event um, at the baseball stadium in Fayetteville for like the Fayetteville Woodpeckers thing. Uh-huh. So I took three of the Mustangs out there and like set up a booth and did all that stuff. So I had this lady watch Izzy during it because I was like, that's going to be a long day, like Mustangs, a lot of people, like I just don't want to have to deal with a three-year-old too. So took the horses back after the event, brought Izzy back for me to break all the panels and everything down, load it up. Well, we're loading panels into my truck and I had to like walk up these stairs and then down these stairs to the truck to load them in. Well, I left Izzy over like playing around on the little like whatever the the deck thingy that everything was out on so i'm like surely she's fine she's just doing whatever three-year-olds do hanging out over there here i come walking across coming down the steps there's my precious sweet baby girl taking a shit (laughs) on the sidewalk in the middle of everything just taking a shit like 100 squat like oh yeah shit on the ground already on this on the cement she did, did. she wipe dude i was like isabella marie what are you doing and she looks up she's like i'm shitting oh my god i was like we don't do that here. like thank god like the event was over so yeah. nobody was there like obviously like i wasn't gonna just leave my kid with a bunch of people around sure but like it's a locked in baseball field so i'm like she can't go anywhere of course, yep, there's my kid fucking shitting. But the people that work at the baseball field are still there. <laughs> so I'm like, you can't do that. She's, She's like, like a- why? But why? Like, she does not understand. Yeah. So I had to, like, take her in. Did she go on grass? Did she go on, no, like, she concrete? Went on the fucking cement, dude. <laughs> she went on the cement. I so I it. take her inside to go to the bathroom so that she can finish. She uh-huh. has to finish and, like, wipe her. I come back out. Somebody had rolled over it with the like the like jack thingy. So it was so smushed in the concrete. Like I brought like paper towels out to clean it. It's like gonna be there in Fayetteville <laughs> forever. I was like, this is insane. Like I'm literally raising Donnie from the wild thornberries. Like she just thinks that she can like You guys need squ- to go to that poop place and be like, Do you see this? This that's Angie's daughter's That's shit. Angie's daughter's, yeah. So poop. I'm like really waiting for them to be like, hey there's shit over here by like is that horse shit dog shit dog shit it, it kind of looks shit. like human shit it's my kid shit can you imagine they brought an expert in and was like they did the whole like test on it and, like this is actually a three-year-old's yeah poop. that's my job <laughs> i'm sure it's on camera if they really want to find out they'll it just look is. they'll just look and they probably keep rewatching it over and over again. oh my like, god this little kid taking a shit Dude, on the sidewalk it's the funniest fucking thing like i can't even be like mad i love that yeah, that's not really embarrassing though. That's cute. She's a three year old, dude. Like, it's fucking embarrassing. She's allowed to. When I'm like, okay, I'm a grown ass woman. I need to go clean up my kid's shit. Like I literally, like, like she's a dog. I have to go pick it. Like, 
Ugh. I know, but I, I was like a 33-year-old woman, like, peeing my pants. You know what I mean? No, you didn't pee your pants. You just accidentally. <laughs> I just... I missed the toilet. Dude, do you know how many times I peed my pants? Like, it was I, like two years ago I peed my pants because I got so fucking drunk and I peed my pants. Oh, I know people who, yeah, I know. I have a couple friends that like get super drunk and they'll pee the bed. Yeah. Well, sometime. but so like Not I woke up. But like, yeah, I woke up and my pants were like, my jeans were down at my knees and uh-huh. I was on the couch and I was like, oh. <laughs> Huh. Like I know I was with my um my two girlfriends uh-huh. and I was at like one of their house and I was like what the fuck so I like pulled my pants up and I get up to like go walk to the bathroom and my one friend she was like honey your pants are wet and I was like I know uh, like no <laughs> I was so fuck I was like oh my god I cannot believe like that was the first time I'd ever had white claw in my entire life. Oh, and I went it? off the fucking deep end with it. I had like 12 white claws. I was gone. Oh, sure. I was fucking gone. They're dangerously good. And I was very well hydrated, obviously. Yeah, you were. So yeah, I peed <laughs> on their couch. And I felt so bad. And like her boyfriend like cooked me like breakfast burritos Aww. and everything after. I was like, I peed on your couch. But here's the thing. So what, what are you going to do? Shame someone? Yeah, they were so fucking awesome about it. Chuck's like, you know how many times I peed my pants? I'm like... Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I think I love it the best when I like tell people stories and they just laugh and they're like, oh my God. Instead of like shaming me, like, how dare you? Yeah. Like when I told, I think it was like one of the second episodes uh, James and I ever did uh, before. It was, I just told everyone I shit my pants like when I was drunk one time. Did you? Yeah, I really did. That's fucking funny. It was when I was like, it was like when I was coming back home from a deployment <laughs> and I hadn't drank for like six months. You know what I mean? Like when I was in, I just was chugging like straight yeah. vodka. And like I did the same thing. Like I was my back, like I was literally doing like a hip thruster movement, like on my bed. And I woke up with my pants down, like, and I had solid turds in my pants. At least it was solid. I right? Feel like it was, I'm like liquid. Dude, it was so easy to clean up. All I did was literally chuck them out. <laughs> just take your bed sheets and just do a hard I just chuck. chucked them out the door of the like whatever, like the oh dorms we were God. in and uh That's wiped my amazing. ass and went back to sleep and then in the morning i was like what the fuck happened like and then you're like oh my god did i really shit my pants last night yeah i was like i literally need to clean these jeans now and like that was and my ol- life up and yeah and that was my the life only up. time that i ever did anything like that you know what i mean but like i know i worked with a guy before who got so wasted in vegas that he shit dude he shit like he was on a work trip they were all in like upgrade training and uh he shit all over the bed like all over the bed and this dude decided not to number one clean it up but number two he didn't put a do not disturb sign on the room so the lady came in to clean it and then of course alerted the all the air force like superior officers and was like one of your members like shit the bed so they made him like stand up in front of everyone. She told on him. Yeah, because like it actually, I don't. I think they had a con- that was like the first time that the Air Force had a contract with them. I think that was the last time the Air Force had a contract with them Damn. because of it. And so what was funny is that they made him like stand up in front of everyone and like explain what happened and why they're all getting in trouble. And he was like, "Hey guys, sorry, we're like really shit the bed on this one." <laughs> and the guys are like, "I love him." Okay. What'd you do? He's like, I, I, I really like, I really like shit the bed. And the guys are like, okay, but like, what did you do? He's like, no, 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 like completely obliterated the bed with all my shit. <laughs> like, and he was the team leader of this course too. I fucking love him. Yeah, he's awesome. 
he was my he was my team leader when That's I went to training. That's fucking hilarious. And he obviously still deals with this his entire career. So every time like guys are taking shots or doing anything, they're like, "Hey, dude, don't shit your pants. Don't shit the bed." Like you know what I mean? Yeah. That is so like you can't live it down. Yeah, they were like, everyone was like, "Why didn't you like try to clean or like throw it in the corner?" He said, "Nah, fuck that. Son. That's not my job." Just all over. So yeah, he really embraced it. He really did. He said, "Listen, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it right." Yeah. <laughs> to the fullest extent possible full send i feel like everyone now because of this though like listeners i feel like you need to like send in your pooping and peeing your pants stories oh my god yeah so we feel a lot less alone number one especially me or your embarrassing like sex stories please send them in so we can like listen everything's always anonymous you guys want to be like me and like call yourself out all the time but we love to share because we've all been there we've all been there vulnerability is like the best it is well we're human yeah make mistakes why am i gonna like i remember my ex like was so upset that i told like that story that i peed my pants and i was like why i fucked up it's not like you're sitting there like it's not like i did it on purpose no and here's the thing too if it's like one time or two times is like you know whatever if you're like constantly like shitting and yeah. pissing yourself because you're always that drunk now you have a problem then we have to talk and we we're gonna be concerned yeah and we're gonna help you out but like no but if you have a good time and you pee the bed poop the bed you get a little excited <laughs> about the sex you're gonna have you little you do a little pee on your pants that's okay that's okay sense. life goes on it does go on we have washers and dryers for a reason amen to that Thank God, thank God for Whirlpool, and thank God for leather couches that I'm I know. sleeping on, and thank God for this uh, cum stain couch. The cum stain couch that I'm sitting on. It's a fucking fancy hotel, so you know that wasn't like that wasn't some fucking Fayetteville slob. This is this is cum. high quality cum. That was that, that's probably officer <laughs> cum right there. I guarantee it. Oh my God. Okay, so one last time, <laughs> we'll let people know where they can find you. Um, on Instagram is Angie underscore rides and then veteran Mustang mission. Yes. On Instagram and.com. Yes. Awesome. So if you guys want to check it out, please do. Yeah. If anything, um, I think send guys- me some of your stories too. I want yeah. I want to have a good laugh. I know. Right. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Anytime me. we hang out, it's a blast. And just like we said before, like you fill up my cup. Like, yes, I was, I always feel good. I needed this. Yeah. Yeah. So did I. And I hope you guys did too. So, oh, wait, really quick. At the end of every episode, I we always like, and this is actually contributes to the first part of what we talked about. We always end up like shouting out like some woman, some rat ass chick in our life that we just want to like show love to. Maybe she's, you know, maybe she's like made a huge impact in your life. Maybe she's made, like you just met her recently and you just want to like show her some love. But do you have anyone in particular you can think of that you want to like shout out here? Oh at man. The end of the episode. Maybe s- someone who so, just like really exemplifies BTE to you. You know what I mean? You're like, so, yes. yeah, my friend fucking Stephanie, the one that we were talking about. Yeah. So she's a fucking bad bitch always. And she actually like, her and her husband they just like sold their house and made a bunch of money on it like she quit her really great job like he's a stay-at-home dad and she makes like awesome money she quit her job so that they could go and he can like pursue his like professional like ultra marathon running career and they're like downsizing to go like just live their fucking dream and i'm like i am fucking here for it like they're just doing what they need to do to be happy they got two boys like 
they're fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm like super pumped for her. Like she's a fucking bad bitch. Yeah. But she's killing it. And she's one of your good friends. Yep. Incredible mother. Hated her before. Love her now. Yeah. I love when that happens. <laughs> no. Well, oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Because it's always good to like end on a good note and like, sh- you know, yeah. shout out the woman that in our life that we love. I know it's hard to pick I one. I love multiple but ones. I know. Yeah. But. but yeah, here's to the here's to the like badass women in our life, whether we hated them when we first met them or not. But here's to them. Yeah. Because they make a huge difference in our life. Oh, and yeah, without them, I mean, I don't even know where I'd be. The world would literally not exist. Go on. That's for fucking sure. Yeah. So thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. We'll have you on again. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Bye. Bye.